everyone, welcome to Grown Up. I'm Laura Blair. And I'm Abby Blaze. And this week's episode is inspired by none other than the fabulous Paris Hilton. (laughs) This is mainly sparked from the documentary on YouTube about Paris Hilton that's gone a little bit viral, hasn't it? Do you know what? I didn't know it had until you told me about it and you were like, you must watch this documentary. So off I went and watched it. Because you told me about the Social Dilemma one, didn't you? So we kind of switched and we watched both ones. So Social Dilemma on Netflix is all about um, how bad social media is and addictive to us. And then the Paris Hilton one is all about, um, how would you explain it? It's Paris Hilton trying to show the world that she's a different person to the person that she portrays (laughs) herself to be. And it's sort of showing the real Paris and how she's created this new like identity and how that the whole like squeaky voice and everything was always just about being a personal brand yeah and (laughs) i watched it and i think yes definitely very smart thing to do she created this character this business and then i was like as i was watching it i was like is this just not another really good marketing strategy yeah what i found interesting was that what i already had an opinion about Paris Hilton, which most people do, and it was never a positive opinion. And I went in not really knowing what her documentary was about, hadn't read anything about it, and I started to watch, and I just thought, God, she's so, like, victim. And this is before, I'm not saying that none of that bad stuff happened, like, I'm sure it did, but it was very, like, from the start, everything was like, oh, I'm this victim, and I, you know, she was even moaning about not having enough money and like how, you know, all that sort of stuff. And I was like, mm, this is this is weird. And I found it really weird that she was like, oh, I've not had a holiday. And you were going to say that annoyed me so much. I've not had a holiday in 15 years. I'm a billionaire. I'm a billionaire, but I can't have a holiday. Yeah, I can't possibly. She's like, I've got 300 million. She didn't say that, but I Googled it. And her net worth is estimated. And I know that doesn't mean it's necessarily true, but it's estimated to be $300 million and the woman's moaning because she hasn't had a holiday and she can't afford to have one, like she can't have a break. Like, and like, who's, whose fault is that? Like that, that particular yeah. element of it. So there's, there's two things we want to discuss in this podcast. It's the effect that social media is having on us, uh, our generation, and is it healthy, unhealthy, but also how people like Paris are using social media to create these like online personas etc so for me watching the Paris thing I do not believe I don't don't doubt that she is lonely I don't doubt Mm. that what she was what she was trying to describe and show us it looked like a very lonely place right yeah I agree completely with that I think that side of it is very very true but Equally, I was like, this is a really clever marketing tactic. Brilliant marketing. And like, there were a couple of things that happened in it that were like, ooh, that I thought were interesting. Things like when her mum was like, she's the smartest person, pretty much, that she knows. And then when her sister, and her mum also said, you have to take everything she says with, you know, a bit of a grain of salt. And I think that that's just it. It's not a lie, but I think take it with a grain of salt. And I think with social media in general, take it with a grain of salt or even a big old bag of salt with what's going on with people. Do you know what's interesting? I always think that pe- these big profiles on social media, I've always think of them as really smart. Mm. Like I don't see one of them as just accidentally becoming this huge sensation online. I feel like it doesn't, I didn't doubt for one minute 
that Paris Hilton wasn't smart. Yeah, I didn't either. And when I saw her in that The Simple Life, I just found her, the character, so annoying. And I just kind of found it, like, her in general, quite a... You know when someone's just, like, really trying to make money and doesn't care how they go about it? Yeah. Like, not very many morals, but who knows? Like, maybe I'm overly negative towards her. Another thing, I've actually met Paris Hilton. (laughs) (laughs) So I used to work it. So it made me laugh when she was like um, trying to play down this character because I've seen her not working, and it's it's not the character she was trying to tell us in this video. So I worked in a place called Palais in Cannes, which is where celebrities used to come in the summer perform, and I used to be a backing dancer. So this one evening. Paris Hilton came and she was on stage and we were backing dancing for her. Not that she was performing in any way. She was just being Paris Hilton on stage and like calling everyone bitches and like being that character that she was trying to explain. But then she really partied, let's just say very, very hard. She motorboated me at one point, which I have a picture (laughs) of somewhere. I have a pink wig on at the time as well. And she got carried out. She got, she was so, I'm going to say, intoxicated um, that she got carried out the club at 6am in the morning. Mm. So <laughs> she was trying to pass off as smart and stuff, which I don't doubt, but I'm like, Paris, you like to party hard. <laughs> yeah, and I think as well, like a lot of the stuff that's gone on with her is like she must have been not in a brilliant place when you're in that zone of like motivating women in clubs. Like yeah. what headspace are you actually in? Like I'm sure, like I said before, it's not all like a lie. Yeah. So let's talk about the social dilemma. What did you think of the programme? What do you think of social dilemma? It didn't surprise me at all. And I feel like I have an awareness of this anyway. Like whenever I go on Facebook, oh, the other day actually, <laughs> Ted Baker Coates popped up on my Facebook and I was just like, that's really sucked weird. <laughs> I was sucked in totally. I get sucked in very easily. Yeah by the adverts on online and stuff. Do you? I go, yeah, I'll go on my computer, fully intending to do some work, and the next thing, I'm watching a YouTube video, and I'm like, how did I came, come to be sucked into this land? Like, I am really bad for getting sucked into something. Unless I go on with the intention of, don't look at anything, like, I have to, like, go in like that. But if I am a procrastinator, so if you're a procrastinator and you're going on the internet, it's like, you don't really want to do your work. Of course, you're going to end up on Ted Baker. Yeah. Have you ever bought anything from one of the like Google adverts or Instagram adverts? Um, I can't, not Instagram. Instagram doesn't really get me. It's weird. I'm more likely to click on Facebook. I think. I don't ever go on on Facebook. So I deleted my Facebook. I I delete, it's still there, but me as a person stopped using Facebook about five or six years ago. Yeah. So everything on my social media is hooked up. So I post on Facebook automatically, never go on there. Haven't been on it in so long. Yeah. Just deleted it. Have you ever bought anything on Instagram? I find it sometimes quite useful (laughs) that Google should... Like, I find it quite useful that Google shows me these things. Yeah. So for me, who's looking for... Say I'm looking at the moment, I'm looking for some amazing autumn winter boots. So I find it useful that Google tells me about them. Yeah, yeah, I agreed. But equally, if they show me something I'm not interested in, I'm not sucked into it. So I find it quite useful. Actually, no, no, and I agree with you. And I think that's just it. It's like, I can get sucked in, but only to certain things. But that's what they're saying is like, the algorithm is learning 
your every brain. single day what sucks you in. Yeah. And that's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's so watching it, I was like, I already knew all this. I think I knew what they were talking about. And I was like, at the end when I finished watching it, I was like, well, they're making a mountain out of a molehill, really. Mm. I think social media is very addictive. I think it can be a very dangerous place. And I think you are in control of it. So do you remember when we had Steve on a couple of episodes ago and he he told us the key to success was self-awareness? Yeah. So I started using social media and I started to realize that it was very unhealthy for me. Mm. I have... I'm very aware of the type of brain that I have and how I learn and how I consume things. So I picked up very early on that I have like a photographic memory. So if I see stuff, for instance, stories or Instagram, I will remember that forever. Like, and I started to know things about people that I just didn't forget. So I bump into someone and I'd be like, oh, how's things going? How's doing so's leg? Like, I knew what they had for breakfast. I sounded like a stalker, but that's just because my brain remembered everything. Yeah. And I thought it was a little bit creepy to some people, but I just could, I couldn't get the visions out of my head. Like, that's how I just learned. So very early on in, in Instagram, I muted people. So interestingly, my whole Instagram, I'd say 90% of the people I follow are muted on stories especially. And that is because of my mental health. Following, so say the normal person, how many people do you follow on Instagram? Oh, too many, but 1,100 and something. So I have the same. So let's say the average person follows about 1,000 people. Why would we want to know what a thousand people are doing every day? It's like unhealthy. Mm. Like I don't know. That's not why I follow that many people. But they come up in your feed. So Instagram just shows you what these people are doing. Yeah. And they say you, sh- you become most like the five people around you. That you spend the most time with. Yeah. yeah. So if you're consuming these people on a daily basis, every day, you're seeing what they're doing, you need to make so sure that the per- the people in your stories are people that inspire you or are positive and yeah, that you want you feel to good, not feel bad. good. Yeah. So I think it is so important to really psychoanalyze your social media for yourself. Yeah. And also, like, I found it really... I didn't know that Facebook shows you posts of people that they think you have similar opinions to. So you start to think that everyone thinks the same way that you do. Yeah. And and when I look at my people, I'm a bit offended at who pops up because I'm like, I don't necessarily agree with this. I don't really like interact on Facebook with people. And have you ever noticed, this is a bit tangent here, but have you ever noticed like people or met anyone who has two different personalities, real life, and Facebook, and the Facebook one is usually more of a dickhead. I don't use Facebook, so I don't know, but (laughs) one of the reasons I quit Facebook was because it was so boastful. Everyone was just boasting on it, like, look at me, I'm amazing. And it was delivered in such a weird way that wasn't normal. Mm. So in real life, I don't speak to a load of people and go, oh my God, I've just passed with first class. I yeah. I must have been, it was the way Facebook made you say stuff back in the day. Like, do you remember when it was in third person? Oh my God, Laura yes. Laura Blair is feeling really happy today. It was, I think Facebook deliver, has sent the people down that route of making the, 
the users boast. Yeah. But no one really wants to, not necessarily that no one wants to celebrate the good times, but people see through it. And if all your posts are either, it seems to be like one extreme or another, boasting or boo-hoo, my life, I've been through such a hard time and me, 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 my my cat's died. And to be fair, like I would probably post if my cat did die, like I'm totally up for that. But like, it's one or the other. It's like the middle bit gets missed out. And how does that make you feel as an audience? When I see people boasting, I think, oh God, another show off. And it makes you feel bad? No. Or like negative. It just neg- makes me think, oh, it's God, a negative, it's a negative Maybe. feeling. Is it, it, it's not a positive feeling, is it's it? It's not positive, no. Unless, I mean, no, it's pretty much never positive, but I understand and I really don't mind it when someone, there's a purpose to it. So if I put some food, so this is me maybe being a bit hypocritical. So I'll be like, the podcast's back guys, but it's cause I'm like, I'm sharing something. Or if someone says, oh, I've got an offer on for, you know, they've got a business and they've got, they're using it in that way, or they're looking for something and they want help with something. But when it's just like, just got a first class degree. And um, so I'm so, oh, I'm so nervous. I'm, I think I posted I'm going that. To, you know, <laughs> a long time ago though, so it's okay. <laughs> and we've all done it. Like when I look back, when Facebook haunts me, it loves to haunt me with <laughs> 10 years ago, you said this. Yeah. And, I'm like, who is this woman? Yeah. Who was I? Because I don't like her. And if that put, but then it just goes to show that like, you, how much you change. Like when you look back at your posts from 10 years ago, like cringing, like I cringe. Me too. And I'm like, gosh, I must, people must have such a weird idea about me. Yeah. Do you know what's interesting? So I picked up on the fact that Facebook was making me feel negative a long time ago, deleted yeah. it. Instagram does the same. A lot of people make me feel negative, block or mute them. That mute, mute option was genius. So when I, as a blogger, do social media, I think one of the key things that I realized quite early on and probably down to why I have so many followers, is that boasting? <laughs> <laughs> but is that I realized that people, you need to deliver your content in a way that's not boasting so for instance i get a lot of free stuff sent to me this is boasting (laughs) but as bloggers we get peer box like we have a lot of free stuff that's sent to and a lot of bloggers show this off and i don't i choose not to and i'm very careful i try and deliver my content in a way that's helps women so the, the my main focus is to help women feel good about themselves by inspiring them to do things with their clothes that makes them feel better yeah. that's the underlying context of my what i do so say if i have a new outfit i won't be like look at my amazing expensive outfit i'd be like this is how you style this if you have something similar this is how you style it in different ways this is a, a cheaper version if you want to do it like it's not about social media as an influencer is not about me it's about what you can give other people but do you think that anyone ever and i think this is you'll say yes looks at you and feels i'm not as skinny as her i'm not as pretty as her and or even if it's not directly thinking that but they look at you and they just feel inadequate i don't know you you, to be fair (laughs) To be fair, though. <laughs> no, but I know. So, for instance, I, I told you just before I got a lot of trolling yesterday. Did you? You didn't tell me this. Yeah, and I said, Did let's you? save this for the podcast. Oh, I'm just, like, switched off for a second. So, I posted um, a picture where my legs look particularly thin. And I know I have really 
slim build it's not my like it's just what i was born with I, it's something that i don't think just interrupting you that you should keep telling people i have a slim build and la la stop justifying it let them fucking hate your skinny body do you know what i mean it's just a little bit like but you're people, always like trying to make excuses and it's this like is a you're skinny other, people yeah. need to move on from that this is a whole nother podcast but <laughs> <laughs> i feel like it's skinny shaming has become so huge i kind of have to like explain to people i don't yeah. choose to be this skinny it's yeah. just what i'm born with but i hate that you have to justify that i do it too me. but this in particular picture my my boots were chunky i had really sk- these ones i've got on today <laughs> <laughs> my i was wearing skin tight legs this in particular angle skin, you're wearing skin tight legs <laughs> legs, <laughs> legs skin tight leggings uh, <laughs> where can i buy them from <laughs> i'd like some new legs Amazon to be <laughs> Well, that would get you followers if you could add it to it. God, imagine. I'd have some lovely long legs. Oh, fantastic. I posted this picture and I knew I was going to get the trolls because my legs looked really skinny. And I know that when people see that and that sparks an insecurity in themselves, that's when trolling and negativity come. So I am very aware that my in social media does create negativity in some way, but... If that happens to you, and say if my content makes you feel negative, unfollow. Yeah. And you, ha- you as a person, need to be smart to recognise that that is making me feel bad. Un- you can unfollow me, guys, if you don't like my legs. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but people want to hate, don't they? And it's uh, it's almost wow. addictive. Yeah. And who are these people? I often think this. Like these people exist in the world. Who is the average troll? I'd love to know. If you're into trolling people and you've trolled Laura, please could you let so, us know who you are and where you're from? And, you know, this I'd is love really to know. this is really interesting. So I went. This sounds like I'm boasting again. I went viral. <laughs> Shut out of I went viral on TikTok and Instagram at the same time. So I have a video on TikTok that's on two million and a video on Instagram that's on a million. And Did you go viral with a virus? I did. This is not the. This is another video though. <laughs> Boasting. <laughs> Several multiple viral situations going on here, guys. I've never gone viral. Um, and I presume TikTok would be awful place for trolling because everyone's so young. I yeah. always presume trolls were young. This TikTok video, it was all all like, oh my gosh, I want to be her when I grow up. I, this is so inspiring. And let me, I want goals. Yeah. The Instagram was like, oh my God, this girl's disgusting. It's mature people, as if I've just been talking about mature and did that squeaky voice. <laughs> it's older people that are trolling. It's not the kids, which I, I was suspect. I don't know. I think there are kids doing it as well because there are kids that are killing themselves over trolling. So it exists. And... When I went onto TikTok, which I only went on because of you, you've sucked me onto it. I do this a lot, don't I? Yeah, I get everyone like, involved in yeah. social media. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> Just because it changed my life. I think we should talk about the positives of social media because when I was Rather watching The, the Social Dilemma, yeah. I was mm. like, there is so much positives that come out for it. Like, carry on doing what you were saying. <laughs> I'm quite happy to be more positive. I, went a, I, went I was about on a to right tangent there. No, it's fine. I'm, I'm trying to think what I was going to say now. I think oh, it was to do with that woman. Uh, this woman popped up, or rather, I don't know if she was an adult or a teenager. It's hard to sometimes tell. And my first thought was, she is so anorexic, but not in a trolling way. Like, I would never have said anything. Yeah. But like very sick. Like it's not like when I see you, a skinny person. It was like a whole different level of yeah. you know when you can just tell. Yeah. And people were losing their mind on it, and I was just like, how like 
must she feel when people are like, you're too skinny? But maybe she likes being told she's skinny. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think the skinny... We'll save this for another podcast. Talk about skinniness. Yeah, I'm obsessed. So part of the social dilemma was talking about false news and all the negatives about social media. It was a very negative thing. Mm. But I wanted to be like, I think there is so much positivity to come out of social media. It's a balance. For instance, the coronavirus video. How much awareness did I bring? Recording my reality and sharing it online. And part of the main thing why I started social media was because I was in a very bad place in my life and I was watching people that shared their experiences similar to mine. It made me feel better. It gives an insight into things that we might not have seen. And they were saying that it's controlling, people are control, like the apps are controlling us, but for our whole existence, these newspapers have been controlled by one person. Now, social media brings, for instance, I have a lot of access to create news. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So normal people, like these, that, um, George Floyd. Yes. That case came about because someone recorded it and put it online. Mm. That was good. Like these things, false news is a thing, but also social media brings real, real videos, real time insight into what's going on in the world like i will check instagram and twitter for news like when the bomb in lebanon happened it was instantaneous video footage from all different angles online whereas previously it's been completely controlled by newspapers what what we're told Mm. but do you not think that like there is a certain level of control of what what we're what we're seeing though and that that's part of what the documentary was about it's like I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but like, like Google can control like what news articles pop up for you and what news, you know, and like sway you in a certain direction. I think they can very, very, yeah, very easily. But also in real time, they're not that quick. So if a disaster happened and everyone put their footage online, yeah. that's amazing first-hand news. So if something happened now and I recorded it, I put it online, 221,000 people see it instantaneously. Yeah, but do you want... I'm being really negative. No, you can be. The other side of the argument is children see that. That guy yeah. shot himself in I've the seen head dead people. on TikTok. Yeah. Awful. What person wants their children to see that? Like, really? Like, yeah. what parent? So it's like, how do you control this? And it can so easily spiral. That's, that's ex- what that documentary is about, isn't it? That's exactly what I mean by they can't control too quickly because that video went viral before yeah. they had a chance to control it. Yeah, so, but so it doesn't control... You kind of want the good things to come out, or the truth, but also a filter on it somehow, because there's certain stuff that you just don't want to see. Like, you couldn't have felt good to see Lebanon. You know, like, <laughs> brilliant, this has happened. You, know, but you wouldn't feel good about This is that. the thing, if you lift the filter it's off, you get the good and the bad. It? Yeah. But you as a person needs to... I feel like us as a human being need to control it ourselves and have accountability i suppose for our own usage of the internet yeah i have i need to i came i hold my hands up i guess let me i feel like i'm gonna like what's it called i don't know alcoholic anonymous but like social media anonymous (laughs) (laughs) can't even say the word i hold my hands up and say there's one issue where i get so crazy with social media like i am obsessed i am don't think straight and i become like neurotic (laughs) 
Do you want me to guess what it is? Yeah. Boys. Yes. <laughs> and boys, I know, boys, not men. And I, you've, you're obviously in a long-term relationship and have been... Out, for a long like, time. Yeah, you haven't really experienced dating in this social media genre, like world as much as I have. And I know so many girls that do this. And I have learned, and this is me being aware of myself, that I am not allowed a private account. What's that mean? What and you you'd mean? say this. You're like a, I feel oh, like, you're like very a, safe. Oh, so a stalking account. A stalking account. So yeah. I have not had one of these in years because it is very dangerous for myself. <laughs> so I know a lot of girls and men, um, when they're trying to figure out if someone's cheating or a bit, you know, when you get that instinct that someone is cheating or being a player or something. Instagram makes it so easy for you to become an FBI agent. I swear, scorned woman could like be like create artificial intelligence. They're that like on it. Mm. So if if a boy tags himself into somewhere, you can see him from every single angle from anyone that's clicked on that social. So say if I've gone to let's say Selfridges in London, Mm. that's a bit big. Let's say. Let's say a restaurant in London. Give me a restaurant and sushi samba. I don't know. Sushi samba. The Nando's. Why not the Nando's? A guy I fancy has gone to sushi samba. He's there. There's two drinks on the table. I don't know who he's with. I've got that instinct that, ooh, is he playing me? So mm-hmm. I don't do this anymore, guys. This was this is yeah, me yeah. circa every, two, every day. <laughs> 2017. I can check into sushi samba. Yeah. And watch every single story that someone's created at Sushi Samba. And you, you check can, in. You can usually see that person from every single angle. So you can see who's with. I feel like you're just like telling people how to stalk people now. I swear, <laughs> I noticed that this was a trend a long time ago and I removed myself because I thought this is awful. I know girls that, I know people that do it now and I say to them, get rid of that stalking account because my theory is. If someone makes you feel like that, they're bad news. Yeah, you don't trust them. Yeah. You need to trust someone. So before I get to that stage, I'm like, right, he's out. <laughs> if he makes... Yeah, you're acting like a crazy lady. Yeah, and it, I, I, I know I get to a point where I'm like, I'm being crazy. I'm like following, I'm like stalking different girls' accounts. Like, who's this girl? Yeah. I get neurotic. <laughs> Gosh, it's just make, like, make, really but making I'm not me not want to ever be single. I am not the only one. I think No, this, I don't think you are at all. And I think men do it. I think women do it. And what's interesting, at the top of my feed, so Instagram shows you, I don't know if it's a normal account or when it's like over a certain amount, Instagram tells you your most popular people at the top. Okay. You so mean like who watches you be, the most? Oh, the most. Uh, so, not the most popular people, so the most I, interested in you people. Yeah, so like, if I click on my stories, the people that tend to watch me the most will be there or the most engaged yes they're all private accounts i'm like who are these people (laughs) it's crazy but you isn't it isn't it bad that we live in a world where if i check myself in let's sushi samba example sushi promo (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um. you can see me and what i'm doing without me actually posting you can see so save me and you went to sushi samba yeah I haven't tagged you. Nobody knows you're there. People will most likely know you're there from watching other people's stories and you being in the background. Oh, gosh. Isn't that crazy? It's... You cannot cheat I in think 2020. I think it's crazier that someone's 
searching for that stuff. But get a hobby. Interesting. Interestingly, <laughs> you say that. <laughs> I'm going to stick up for um, broken-hearted women everywhere and, and say, and men, and say that I used it to protect myself at one point because I wanted to know before I got too involved. Yeah, I mean, and if it's happening, I'm just a bit distracted because there's an old couple like at the <laughs> like, window. Shall we wait? <laughs> <laughs> I think they want to come in and join us. I don't know. That's like throwing me off so much. The podcast is going so well and this old couple. We've got a glass window, guys. I wonder if they're on social media. Let's bring them in. (laughs) But isn't that crazy that we live in such a... um, There's cameras everywhere. You cannot cheat. You will be found. Yeah, but I I mean, just don't do it anyway. Like, if you want to cheat, I just think that you should you should not be in that relationship. Well, this is true. And also, I've learned, the moment you start feeling an inkling of that, they're the wrong person. Or you suffer with a slightly insecure attachment style, and it comes from you, and it's suspicious jealousy. So there are two types of jealousy. One of them is suspicious jealousy, which is where you're just suspicious of everybody and you'll know that you'll, there's a pattern there. So it's not necessarily what they're doing. You kind of have to ask yourself, what is this person doing to make me feel this way? Yeah. If it is nothing, it comes from your own insecurity. Yeah, so you have very to be true. able to differentiate between that. But I do think it's a solid point. Like also, I posted... Um, a story with a friend of mine yesterday, We're completely friends, nothing more. And what's there to say that someone else wasn't thinking like, who's this? Who's she with? She was meant to be going on. Like it, it yeah. puts, th- social media puts thoughts into your head, allows you to make stories up that aren't even true. Yeah, but people do that anyway, I think. It makes it easier it to do entices it. entices it. It definitely enhances it. But it's like, you, you also don't know, and people could be doing this, is that using social media to make someone jealous. People do this too. People do this too. And I feel like anyone listening to this who's been in a long relationship for a long time and is married maybe and never had to deal with dating in the social media Mm. world, I think this makes it so hard to date in this, this environment. Yeah. Because... Keep everything private private that instagram account of course people do stuff to make people jealous you break up with someone you're with a hot man dancing on a disco the next day but god they don't know you're crying on the inside like yeah it creates this imaginary it's an imaginary world that you as a viewer needs to learn that you need to stop it at some point yeah i feel like we need to take a step back and that's when it gets unhealthy so to wrap up Let's have a little chat about what we can do if people want to reduce their social media consumption. What are your thoughts? Um, Firstly, I only... I think stories is a bad thing. I only follow my close friends on stories. Okay. So I do not want to know what anybody else is doing except if I've known you for a long time and I'd classify you as a close friend. I don't even know this is how bad I am with social media, like how to follow or unfollow a story. And for a long time, I didn't really know what a story was. Okay, so you can mute them. Okay. But the person who you follow won't know that. Okay, so sometimes I mute people, but I didn't know it was the stories. You, it's you have an option, thing. stories of feed. Oh, okay, so you didn't know that. On my feed, <clears throat> it's like a magazine editorial. I just follow, inspi- it's, I've manipulated my Instagram 
as a viewer to be like a magazine. So mm -hmm. when I want a cup of tea, I sit down and I flick through these editorial style fashion pictures. I've really created like a page that's really healthy for me. Mm. I don't I don't have you maybe and some other close friends where I see normal pictures, but there's no normal things on like it's not like Facebook. It's not a normal place for me to go. It's like editorial. Okay. Um because I just didn't want to know what people were up to. I know that sounds selfish or something, but it just made me feel anxious. So unless you inspire me or you're my close friend, it's not there. Yeah. And I think that's key. You need to, to create a social media page, which is your downtime, your happy place. Like if it's inspiring quotes or maybe if you're into meditation, yoga, like create a page that's peaceful place for you, if mm. that makes sense. And you can also turn off your notifications, right? So like certain apps. So dating apps pop up and try and lure you back on. Such yeah. and such is matched with you. Ray does go this. Look at him. You go look at him and you're like, oh. And then you feel a bit depressed or you feel a bit <laughs> excited depending on who it is. And it lures you back. Yeah. So turn, I think, those notifications off because every time I open my phone, it'll be like WhatsApp notifications, it'll be LinkedIn, it'll be email. And I can't leave them like just there, like yeah. I know some people can, but I think if you can turn them off, it will help to reduce your, yeah. like how much you're on your phone. So the only notifications I have on my phone are WhatsApp. Everything else is not there. Oh really? Yeah. I need to actually take my own advice. And actually on Instagram, I didn't know this until recently, I will only get a notification if say you like my picture. I won't get a notification if Joe Bloggs likes my picture. Well, if you had notifications every time <laughs> someone liked your picture, it would be like, it would be just, I thought this one, what do people do if they get loads of likes? Because I just have it open. I don't yeah. have enough likes for it to really bother me. And I downloaded TikTok recently, mm. maybe like two weeks, I deleted it and brought it back like two weeks ago. And things kept popping up and it hadn't dawned on me yet to close the notifications and I was on it so much because yes. those TikTok sucks you in. notifications draw you in so much so you need to I feel like we need to almost clean off phones to be a good environment like you do your home you feng shui mm. your home to feng make shui it your phone, yeah. you need to feng shui your social media and your phone it's so important <laughs> <laughs> go on what's your tips I think it'd be good to like set yourself a bit of a challenge. Like if you're really struggling like with one app and you think that's the app that gets me, come off it for 21 days and even have like a plan around why you're coming off it, you know, the benefits of why you're coming off it. And the reason why I say 21 days is it takes 21 days minimum for your brain waves to change. So is it? That's interesting because it's like break a habit. When we were in lockdown, it started to feel very normal after about six weeks or like a month. After a month, yeah. it felt like this is normal. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that's just it. It's like you can be like conditioned in any direction. Yeah. Um, it might take you more than 21 days to like break that habit but it's a minimum 21 days. I found that because I started to develop after I got better, like I started to develop new things that I, like I had new routines and then it just started to feel normal. And I was like, it's taken me X amount of time to start new routines. This is how long it would take me. Mm. So that's really interesting. And another tip would be, do you remember when we had 
oh god, I forgot it. Uh, Max on, and he, we did the sleep thing. Yes. Your phone in the bedroom was one this of his is, tips. I just said to you, didn't I? I was like, I need. To, I've got. I'm addicted to my phone at twelve o'clock at night. Yeah, I get on my phone in bed all the time. It can't be good. We've not listened to Max at all, <laughs> have we? <laughs> Me and you talk at twelve o'clock at night. I think that's really bad. You know, I was terrible. Gonna, I get so into a yeah, conversation. Me too. <laughs> and at twelve o'clock, I'm like wired. It's all your fault because <laughs> I'm so funny. <laughs> yeah, but um, I think I need to make a habit of going to bed at. Turning my phone off at 10 o'clock and not looking at it. Yeah, 21 days, try and do it. Okay. 21 day challenge. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Also, what's interesting for me, I don't, any because I knew how neurotic, I hope no potential um, suitors watch this, listen to this, because they're going to think I'm a right crazy one, but like how (laughs) neurotic I got with dating on social media. If I like someone, I don't follow them. I don't cross that boundary of let's follow. It's... It's not a thing. Like, like a separate thing. I yeah. also think you shouldn't necessarily put your relationships on the internet. In You know, like sometimes people get into a new relationship and it's you and your boyfriend in every single thing and then you break up and it's all very public. Be mindful of like how much of your actual personal life you do put online because it, it can follow you. So if you've had this ex-boyfriend is all over your stuff. The next guy is going to be able to see like who you've been dating, what you've been doing. Yeah. Do you th- what do you think about that? Because your face is telling me you disagree. Yeah, only because of, <laughs> only because of what I do. So for a normal person, I totally agree. Yeah. I let people into my life, so it's a bit different. But interestingly, I wouldn't let a relationship go online unless it was very, very serious. Like I've never put a man online. Mm. Every single time I put a man online, everyone's like, oh my God, when's the wedding? I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I would never put him online until I was like sure he was like the one. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, I think that's a personal preference. But that's what I was saying, don't put him online. So you don't disagree with me. I'm confused. So I would put someone, I would, if I was in a relationship, I'd oh, you mean like ha- deep, ha- deep down the line. Yeah, when you're married, bit different but when you're just dating like very early on and you put it all online and then when it falls apart it's, it's... I do think though if someone's a very lovey-dovey online and it's all perfect it's uh. usually um the reality is very different I mean may- maybe yeah like I, f- I feel like people you see these couples on Instagram it's all like they're kissing and it's yeah. like fairy tales and it's like mm, they probably had an argument before they shot that picture <laughs> or like who what why are you in that relationship are you in that relationship to be with him or yeah her? or are you in that relationship to show other people look at me look at my fantastic partner are they an accessory to you yeah or are, is that person someone that you're in love with and with yeah difference right we almost have to think of our real life and our online life Mm. and i feel like i've become quite good at it because i have to separate it like my online life is work so i rarely cross it over even though it is my life online that i film i don't follow people that i fancy online i don't talk to people on my messages like it's very separate but we almost have to control our two different i I would hate to be like a teenager growing up in this world they don't know any different, but I know what you mean. Imagine being in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. And actually, nowadays, people aren't, teenagers aren't drinking as much as in our generation because of the fear of being, like, filmed, Yeah, drunk. I think we've talked about this before, haven't we? God, some of the nights that we had. I'm God, so glad. you would have filmed me. <laughs> I, I, 
And me. Oh my goodness. Anyway, on that note, going <laughs> forwards, I feel I really want to advise people to feng shui their phone. I think that's such a good tip. Like make it a healthy place for you. Go through your notifications. Go through the people you follow. Like have a really good cleanse for your soul. <laughs> and if you're having neurotic behaviors like myself, nip that in the bud right there. <laughs> delete your stalking account. And if they make you feel like that, delete them too. So right. that is everything for this week. We will see you next week for another podcast. Do press subscribe and all that jazz. Follow us on Instagram, which is at grown up underscore official. And we'll see you next time. Bye bye.